With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, welcome back to Trot's Life. That time of the week, man. Looking forward to this because I've got a, a question for you, Mick. How are you, mate? And whereabouts are you? Mate. And that they're not the they're not that's not the question I've been looking forward to asking. I'm well, I'm well, Toby. Good afternoon to you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in Auckland today. Um, my brain's all over the place. It's partly in Sydney. I believe that. Working on Rose Hill. There's a bit of Inter Dominions in there somewhere. Obviously, it's been a big news week in Victoria. Uh, and there's a Grand Prix um, meeting down south at Addington, which, of course, we lost Millwood Nike out of today, who Ooh. might actually be the best horse in New Zealand. So there's been a lot going on. Yeah, okay. What's happened with Millwood Nike? I just see that uh, now, yeah. Being the tendon, so they they are hoping it's not related to work, and they're thinking it's potentially a paddock incident, so she might knock it overnight. But yeah. come out of the paddock this morning, tendon was up. She's out of the New Zealand Oaks for which on the New Zealand uh, the Australian TOB. She was a dollar nine. Yeah. So she's out of that, and she'll be out for a couple of months at least. But she was going to go to the paddock anyway. But Look, she's a very, very good filly, and she was the star attraction of the day. So, yeah, it's taken a little bit of wind out of the sails, but it's still a New Zealand Oaks, and there's still Group 1 glory to be won. So, Mantra Blue, who was $6 in the New Zealand TRB, I haven't checked the Australian TRB yet, she was $6 pre-Millwood Nike's scratching as their odds on. So... Yeah, that um, <laughs> the TAB dodged a bullet here. They gave a, a betting option back in August. Oh, would, yeah. would Nike remain unbeaten for the season, which she has, but she had to contest four races. Oh. She only contested three <laughs> and, um, from um, from the time the bets went on. So they gave $3. She was $1.20, and they faced a five-figure payout. <laughs> the bets are now null and void. So people don't lose any money. Well, but um, the winning money doesn't come in. Well, they're, they're, it's no and void as of the 31st of December. She might just bob up somewhere else. If Mark Burton's had a big go on it, he might no, bob her up he, somewhere um, else. He told me she's, she's off to the paddock. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. worst thing was she was actually accepted for another race she didn't start in. Was, um, she stepped on the stone. So basically, long story short, she could have won it numerous ways and she's not going to win the bet at all. But more importantly, we hope that she's... Um, okay, yeah. yeah. We hope that she's okay... Now, what I want to ask you, right, the the Breeders' Crown is getting well and truly looked at over here, and one of the options, with, I think, on the table is to have it similar to the jewels, where we just pick the highest uh, 12 prize money earners. Then you look at uh, the Ace of Spades on, on for the two-year-old Colts and Geldings on Sunday, and there's only seven horses in the race, Mick. What's, what, what's your thoughts? Well, no, the, the, the Grand Prix doesn't work like a George, basically. Oh, it doesn't, yeah. Any, anybody can nominate. So any, anybody can get in there if they want. Um, the, the fields basically never fill up. Like, for example, the Oaks and the Derby, they pick on well, horses, not on their performances for the season. So, um, uh, look, I, I think a lot of people are still learning about these new calendars and getting deep into the season. And, and what we're finding is by... 
more or less ignoring winter, uh, which is understandable because it's a night sport and it's bloody hard to go to the trots in winter. It's just too cold. So I think a lot of horses are ramming and cramming their racing from January to April, have a massive break, and then September, October, November, December are really busy. And I think it's getting to the bottom of them, particularly the two-year-olds, because you're not only giving them heats, because most of the good two-year-old bases have heats, hmm. but you're giving them finals, and the finals are really hard on them, particularly in New Zealand, where there's more depth in the open class in the, in the juvenile ranks, because you get the North and the South Island together, which would be like putting all the Victorian and New South Wales also together. Hmm. So, and then they run so hard, they're going 155 mile rates, that that is stuffed. The other thing too is you need to give them a month to recover, get back up, do the next team race again. But a month, the trainers are thinking, well, unless I think I'm going to win this, would I rather be in the pack for a month and growing and leading grass? Because very quickly, the first of the New Zealand derbies is only two and a half months after these races or three months after these races. So you say to yourself, do I want to win a, a race this Sunday with 100k? Or do I want to win a derby with 200k? What matters to me more? So I'm not sure we've got it right yet, but I'm not sure what the answer is because depending on what country you're in, people in New Zealand don't want to go to the races in winter because it's too cold for the best racing, the carnivals. And in Australia, there seems to be this fascination that you can't race in the AFL, which is just ridiculous. I've heard that story so many times from people. But who's to say that Breeders' Crown Night won't accidentally fall on the same night that you're playing England in an Ashes cricket test? You can't plan your racing away from other things, with the exception of AFL Grand Final Day, a Boxing Day test, um, you know, maybe NRL Rugby League Final if you live in Sydney. But trying to plan, there's been this conversation of Hepatanus Race in Victoria, and more likely participants or media people. That you or you can't be up against say, AFL during grand finals. Well, look, race, race meetings are very generic things. You can put them on anywhere you want, effectively. But there seems to be this terrified that it used to be based around newspaper coverage. Oh, you won't get any coverage, but you don't get any coverage in the paper anyway, unless you pay for it. Correct. So, yeah, when you saw what happened in Brisbane this year, when I think they had an NRL final and an AFL final, more or less the same weekend, or something like that. You go, well, look, you can do whatever you want, really. So, you know, I do think that we need to put them on the best possible dates, but I also agree that not many people want to go to Melton or Menangle or even Addington in the middle of winter. But I do think we're dis- – what would the word be? We're, we're weakening um, our open our, – our best two-year-old races, particularly the two-year-olds, not the three-year-olds so much, hmm. but our best two-year-olds once they get into December because trainers are thinking – and I know this because we do it ourselves with our horses. They're going, if I can't win this, I should be in the paddock. And then trainers like Barry Burden take three or four good horses, take them back to Auckland, where it's 25 degrees today. The horses are out the paddock. They've got their covers off, are feeling good about life, and they're probably going to be better for you once for it. Yeah. Not not as promised in the derby. It's wonderful, isn't it, to have an Australian over there? And I just hope he wins. And even uh, your great mate Greg sort of said the same thing. I just hope he wins so it encourages more Australians to come over for races like this. 100%. But mm. I can never remember a Queensland-trained trotter racing in New Zealand. It might have happened, but I, I can't remember it. And I definitely can't remember one winning. 
and not winning in Group 1. Oh, I think it's a wonderful story. And on top of the Swayze stuff last month, the more often this happens, and it's a lot easier to do now because of the flights. Um, they can fly into Auckland, and there's a long way from Auckland to Christchurch. It's like going from, gosh, like going from Sydney to Tasmania, if you mm. do it by, you know, by, by float. But if you can fly there, it's a lot easier. So I reckon in both ways, I was talking to Mark Burton about a cooter. He said we're a chance of taking the cooter to the Hunter Cup because we can go to Auckland by plane and just pop across there. We can basically do the whole trip in one day. Um, so that's good news. But I do think that the more horses we keep doing this, the better. I think not as promises come at the right time. Um, Love Me Too, who he might be better than anyway, isn't going to be there. And New Zealand's other best young three-year-old got a very sadly died two weeks ago. Got a literary infection, it was called Isolate, and it mm. died. So mm. it's not a super strong derby. So I think a lot of people will be hoping he wins for the future of these sort of things. And a lot of people will be happy to hear a pooter could be coming to the Hunter Cup for the same reasons. But, yeah, I, I, do, I, I don't think it will affect many people's enjoyment of Sunday, Toby, but I think if you're a purist, you go back to something like cricket. It's a little bit like the fact that you go, okay, I used to love test cricket, but now there's so much other cricket. What does it all mean? And sometimes I think in racing you get a bit that way. I think Mm -hmm. at the moment there's so much racing on. You get to certain stages of the season, and it's almost like I'm going to get out of bed on Sunday because I'm going to Addington and go... Right, let's go get this done. Rather than New Zealand Cup Day or Miracle Mile Day or Hunter Cup Day with the Great Southern Star the same night, we're going to get out of bed and go, awesome, this is going to be really cool. I think a lot of people would go there Sunday, Toby, thinking, let's get this done. Um, But, you know, there'll be a little bit of, shall we say, punter and even enthusiast fatigue. I don't mean to be negative in saying that. I just think there's only so many times you can expect the ladies to put the high heels on, the guys to put the collars and ties on, mm. and only so much money to go for the well. And, of course, that's without the fact that we're not doing the running, which is what the horses are doing. Just, uh, I've covered the Indian Dominion pretty well, Mick, so we don't need to go there, but just your thoughts on my way at Ballarat tonight. Interesting horse. Oh, I'd be popping in tonight. He's a horse, horse, I, um, horse I owned. Yep. So we sold him, and uh, yeah, really good little nippy horse. Um, bought by some good people. I hear when there's ten races over there, without any doubt, they yep. they'll get their money back on him in the first year. There's no doubt about that. Um, he doesn't have blazing gate speed, but they tend to learn it when they hit the Aussie. But yes, good little nippy horse. I haven't looked at the field, so I'd only be lying if I said I had. Yep. Um, but, yes, he's had three starts, and I think he's run home in sub-56 for his last 800 every time. So make of that what you will, but yep. he will absolutely be winning races in Victoria before too long. I don't know the field tonight, and I don't know how to get him up, but he hasn't had much luck with the barrier draws, and the horses he's been running places behind in New Zealand are on the verge of being derby-type horses. Yeah, so he's drawn outside of the front tonight. There's an Emma Stewart scratching in the race, uh, so... He'll come in at gate six and probably by the sounds, he, there's not a lot of speed inside him. He may come out and uh, get across him and be too good or he may go well, back. He's a very, very, very nippy horse. He's out, mm. of, out of a very good horse called Party, Party On. on. Yeah, yeah. Hell of a good mare. Yeah. And when we bought him at the sales, he was a beautiful looking horse, but he hasn't grown. Uh, in saying that, you know, he's 
he's got to, look, he should pop him in the Victoria Derby, you know, if it was in March, which is not anymore, but you know what I'm saying. You yeah, can pop yeah. him and he'd not be disgraced. The yeah, question yeah. is now how much is will to win is. I think he's got a pretty good will to win, and every time he's gone to the track, he's got better. Yep. So I think if they race him three or four times, he'll get better with all that racing. Then my advice would be give him a break, let him grow a bit with the sun on the back, bring him back again, and he'll be a better horse next campaign because he is out of a better delight there. So he is going to continue to get better. Um, you would just like to see him be two inches high. If he was two inches high, we wouldn't have sold him. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being two inches high myself. Mick, thank you so much, mate. Uh, you did it. You've done it your way again today. Race one uh, tonight at Melton at Ballarat. Sorry, my way. I'm looking. Number I'm seven. looking forward to seeing it because they're good people. And yeah, yeah. Whenever we, we sell a horse, we have a rule. Can it make that money back for these people inside a year? We've never sold a horse ever who didn't. Yep. Uh, and this one won't either. Very good. Thanks, Mick. We'll catch up next yeah, week. Mate.